What's good, fam? Thanks for joining me, your host, Corey Cabri, on the Living Life on Purpose podcast, where we discuss various topics on how to apply God's principles to your everyday life. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. Yes, sir. So we're back at it again. Um, Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6. And I believe we left off at uh, verse 14. Uh yeah, well, yeah. So starting at 15, but I, but what I wanted to start to pick up with because uh, we didn't touch on it, it was 14. Stand firm then, uh, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. So we talked about the belt of truth um, last week, and today, continuing in verse 14, he says, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place. I like how that's worded. <laughs> With the breath, breastplate of righteousness in place, in place. The, the righteousness is in place. Righteousness is in place. I um, just listening to that. The Lord was really dealing with me on on something, and it basically just coincides with which what we were just talking about uh, in regards to how we want a mediator and things of that nature. But He says there is a there's a right way to do things, and then there's a correct way, right? And there's a right way to do things, and then there is a correct way. So, so what you what you have here is the enemy is coming in and utilizing people, us as people, against us as people wanting to do the things for God, and and what ends up happening is we we sort of become a stumbling block to the people that are wanting to do things for God because of the distinction between doing things the right way and the correct way. It's like, well, what are you getting at, brother? You're confusing me. Well, the correct way to do things typically is how men see it, right? It's what we say is correct, like a language. There's a correct way to articulate the English language to pronounce a word or a term. There's a correct way to do that. It ain't got nothing to do with being right, though. It's just a correct way, right? So you can say it incorrectly and nothing, you're not going to go to, to hell <laughs> for it, right? You're just pronouncing it incorrectly. But in the process of you pronouncing it incorrectly, people will ridicule you. Well, you didn't say that correctly. People will. Now, God won't, but, but people will. Right, and they will correct you, maybe, maybe not. But inside of them, they're going to think something of you, and they will place you in a certain place as a result of it. Now, the right way to do things is governed by a whole different body of people because, see, we can't govern the right way, right? Because we're not doing it the right way, as we always say. The, 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 none of us are perfect. So then, I can't put you in hell. Can't put you in heaven. None of us are perfect. And what we end up doing is judging somebody based on their sin. We'll judge them based on their sin, but then we get defensive when they judge us based on ours. And, and immediately the defense is, well, none of us are perfect. Right? And so what am I saying? What am I saying? I'm saying that there's this right way that God governs, and you have a group of people actually seeking to live according to God's way, but then you also have a group of people 
that is tripping you up because you're not doing things the correct way. So they, they basically put doing things the correct way above doing things the right way. Doing things how they see fit versus doing things the way God sees fit. And what is the way God sees fit? Well, he has a relationship with each one of us individually, but collectively we feel like, hey, you should be doing things like this according to the traditions, right? And, and I like the way Paul worded this because he says, put the breastplate of righteousness in its place. Why? Because out of your heart is where who you are comes out, right? It's out of your heart. So you, you're basically guarding your heart with righteousness. And he called it a breastplate, right? That righteousness is what guards your heart if, if you're seeking to do things the right way. Now, there's a story that I want to go to. Right? And I'm going to come back to this. But it's a beautiful story. It's in Mark 7. To sort of try to, it's going to really make more sense of what I'm saying. Um, familiar passage. And this is in the NIV, Mark 7, beginning at verse 1. And it says, the Pharisees and some of the teachers of the law who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus and saw some of his disciples eating food with hands that were defiled, that is, unwashed. The Pharisees and all of the Jews do not eat unless they give their hands a ceremonial washing, holding to the tradition of the elders. When they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. And they observed many other traditions, such as washing of cups, pitchers, and kettles. So the Pharisees and the teachers of the law asked Jesus, why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders? Put a, put, got to underline that. You know, if we in an old, old church in the pulpit, we, we underline that right there. It says, why don't your disciples live according to the traditions? You underline that, live according to the traditions of the elders instead of eating their food with defiled hands, right? He replied, Isaiah was right. He, being Jesus, replied, Isaiah was right. When he prophesied about you hypocrites, this is Jesus talking to the Pharisees and the scribes, as it is written, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. Eight, you let go of the commands of God and are holding on to human traditions. I'll stop right there. Putting on the breastplate of righteousness. There's a right way to do things and then there's a correct way. If you see right here in this passage, right, the Pharisees are describing a correct way to do things. It wasn't the right way to do things. It was a correct way. They're like, well, what do you mean? This, help me to see the difference. Well, it starts out with saying they had a ceremonial thing that they did to wash their hands and they said by get it now gotta get it they said by not washing your hands it defiled you how did that defile you who said not washing your hands defiles you now you may have some dust and we've talked about this before you may have some dirty hands and you eat that food you may swallow some dirt and you may have a little dirt inside of your intestines. But how does it defile you? Right? And so when you start thinking about the word defile, right, that sort of sounds like what? It makes you unrighteous. <laughs> right? Because what are we talking about? We're talking about doing things the right way and then the correct way. 
right? And so what you see here is a people talking about becoming unclean or defiled or unrighteous because unrighteousness is what was equated to be unclean. Right, And so what you have here is the Pharisees saying that these men were unfiled, defiled because they didn't wash their hands. Wherein when you eat something and you swallow it, it ain't making you unrighteous or it's not making you unclean. Right? Not eating with clean hands doesn't make you clean either. But it looks like you're clean. Right? Because ain't nobody going to go over to nobody's house and they cook it and they ain't wash their hands. They, I ain't even over their house. But, but are you going to look at them and say they are unrighteous because they don't wash their hands before they cook? No, you might say they nasty. And nasty has a whole different connotation. Not not because you see when you say unclean, you're, you're you're referring to them being unrighteous, especially in these times, right? And more or less, what I'm speaking of you when you looked at somebody as being unclean, you looked at them as being unrighteous, right? But let me read on. Let me read on. Let me read on. Let me read a couple more verses. Right? Stop at eight. This is nine. And he continued, you have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your own traditions. For Moses said, honor your father and your mother. And this is Jesus just granting to them and get, giving them the business right now. He said, Moses said, honor your father and your mother. And anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. But you say that if anyone declares that, they might, if they declares that what might have been used to help their father or mother is Corbin, that is devoted to God, then you no longer let them you no longer let them do anything for their father or mother. Thus you nullify the word of God by your tradition that you have that you have handed down. And you do many things like that. But then Jesus went on to say, uh, listen to me, everyone, and understand this nothing outside a person can defile them by going into them. Rather, it is what comes out of a person is that what is what defiles the person. It's what comes out of the person is what defiles the person. And I'm going to skip down. He says, for what goes into the body, it comes out of the body. But, because, so, 19.4, it doesn't go into their heart, but into their stomach, right? What goes into the body, it doesn't defile the person. Notice what it says. It doesn't defile the person. <laughs> I like that. It does not defile the person. Notice what he's saying. It's a distinction. The person, the body. Now, you might eat something that's not clean, and it may cause your body to get sick, but it does not defile the person. All right, 19. I'm continuing on, but it says what goes into the stomach, then it comes out of the body, right? Eventually, that's going to pass through, and you will get well. But what comes out of a person is what defiles them, for it is from within. It is from within, out of a person's heart, that evil thoughts come. Sexual immorality, death, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and defile a person. So now we talk about, now we have our distinction. It's like when you say, well, what, 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 what the, the right, what makes the, the difference between right and correct? And there it is. Right is what makes a person righteous, meaning the person, the character, 
the characterization of the person, whom they stand for, who are you standing for, who are you living for? Are you living for men? As he said, like I said, underline that. Why aren't they living according to the traditions of the elders? Of men? Are you living for men? Doing things the correct way so that when men see you doing this, they're saying, oh, see, I know they in there. I know they in there. They in there. He got that breastplate of righteousness all right because he's doing things that I see is right. Or rather should I say correct. He's doing things the correct way. He paid his tithes on time. Matter of fact, the brother got, he, he got it automated. Got his bank account. Comes out. First, the, the first of the week. Every week. Every month, sorry. Every month. First of the week. Every month. Comes out. Faithfully. He's there. Every Sunday. First, front row. Every Sunday. Suited and booted. Looking good. She got her hat on. Looking good. She ain't, she ain't, she's covered. She ain't out there looking all, you know what I'm saying, sassy and stuff. Showing her good. Mm-mm, none of that. Looking good for me. But looking good to me too. You know, now outside of church, baby, I don't mind you putting on a little something, something to show a little something, something. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I got off. I got off. Um, <laughs> I'm so silly. But what I'm saying is they are looking at their outward appearance and not their character. And Jesus is in here talking about your character. He's talking about what's coming out of your heart. So when Paul says putting the breastplate of righteousness in its place, in its proper place, that breastplate, that righteousness plate over your heart, covering your heart, maintaining the rightness of God. What rightness? The governance of him, the way he's saying you are to live according to, uh, the way he's saying you are to live within the land. That righteousness, that, that righteousness, this is a certain way God is wanting us to live. I love it. I, you think about, he says over, what is that, Proverbs 3? Acknowledge him in all his acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will direct your your path. Jesus came on the earth, and it's today we call traditionally Good Friday. And amazingly, because you know, a brother one of the brothers and I was talking to a guy, and he said, "Well, Friday to Sunday, not three days." He's like, "No, I didn't. It's two. It's two. So, so some math was wrong, right? But we always bring up this day, right? And and not to say that to cause anybody to stumble." Right, but to bring that up, but we honor this day. Uh, but this day obviously wasn't the way it was actually was because Jesus said he was actually in the ground for three days. So, so I had to start it on sometime on Thursday, and maybe Thursday and Friday sort of merged. But it definitely wasn't Friday. It was like a Thursday Friday merger, and he was in there Thursday Friday Friday Saturday then Sunday. So it's it some kind of way. But anyway, I just said that to kind of just help make sense of this. But Jesus came here, and he walked about the earth, and he was killed because he did things the right way. He did things the right way. What was the right way? The right way was he said, I only do what I see my father doing. I'm only speaking what I hear from my father. My father worketh, and, and I work. I'm not trying to, in other words, I'm not trying to come up with things to make me look good. It's all about my father looking good. When you look at the distinction between the right way and the correct way, the right way is about making God look good. The correct way is about making you look good. And the question is, what are you living for? Which one are you living for? Are you living for the traditions of men so that men can see you? 
and honor you or you're living for God, regardless of what men say, you're living for God, right? And they are, then God is, and you're honoring God in that light to say, I, I want to I I do things so that God will be pleased, and I'm going to make sure I have that righteousness in its proper place at all times because I want to I make sure I'm thinking correctly. Not even, right? And you say correctly. I'm saying I just use that term, but not speaking correctly. But I want to make sure I'm thinking righteously. I want to make sure my thoughts are according to the way God wants them to be. I don't want to be over here meditating on things that is not pleasing to God, right? Somebody did something bad to me. I don't want to be over here thinking about how I'm going to kill them. So what am I going to do? I'm going to take it to God. It's like, God, look at what they did to me. What should I do about this? Pray for them, Lord. I pray for them. I uplift them to you, Lord. I pray that you forgive them for what they did to me, Lord. I pray that you give them guidance so that they won't do this thing towards me or anyone else, Lord. Because it's not that they're doing it to me, Lord. They're doing it to you. Right? I pray for their soul, Lord. I pray that you give them some truth. I pray that your truth ushers in throughout their body. I'm praying for them. I'm blessing them. I'm not cursing them. Things that, 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 because somebody did something to me. I see some fine lady walking through the street half dressed or half naked. One of them, I don't know. Glass half full, half empty. I don't know. It's how you want to look at it. And she caught your eye. She's looking real good. Woo. I know if I were to have her in the bedroom, I would do this. I would do that. Oh, wait, stop it. Less than after this woman in your heart. Lord, forgive me. Help me to look at her as your creation. Lord, remove these wicked thoughts from me of doing such a thing to a woman that's not even my wife, and this woman may be married. Help me to remove such thoughts. This is me maintaining a righteousness about me to God. I'm guarding that heart. I'm guarding that heart with that breastplate of righteousness. I'm guarding it. I'm not taking more than what I should take. I'm not giving less than what I should give and saying I gave more. I'm not lying about my scales. I'm doing things according to the governance of God. Lord, how do you want me to give? How do you want me to take? How do you want me to receive? Am I, am I, am I storing up more than what I should store? How do you want me to store? Right? All of these things, and this, this was, does what? It creates you constantly interacting with God. We were just talking, brother, earlier about that mediator, right? It's like we want to go to the mediator and let the mediator go to God when the mediator ain't even going to God. Mediator is consulting with himself, right? And it's like, well, no, they're not. They're not, they're not, they're not. Well, maybe they're not. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe they're strong, right? But one thing they're not doing is telling you to go to God and develop and establish that relationship with God. They're telling you to come back to them as if, and they're going to help you get to God. And they not. That's all I'm saying. And that's what the Pharisees were doing. Right? They was wanting them to do things the way they did things. I don't want you to do things the way I do things. I want you to do things the way Jesus does things. Right? And if I'm doing things the way Jesus did things, then, okay, you can look at my example, but still don't do it the way I'm doing it. <laughs> Just look at my example. Okay. All right. I get it. Then go to Jesus. You not come to me. Don't don't stop. Go stop. Don't stop here. Let's go go pass go pass go. I'm going too. So keep going. Yeah. And 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 that's it. Really, that's all I have. Like just just that. 
the simple distinction between doing things righteously, doing things correctly. Correctly is I'm doing things to please men. Righteously, I'm doing things to please God. And if I am to, if, and if I am seeking and I'm aspiring to do things for God, I'm going to guard my heart with that righteousness, that righteous breastplate, that breastplate that says it's about God, not about me. It's about God, not about me, because that's what Jesus did. And that's why they killed him. But then he rose. He got up, brother, early Sunday morning. He got up early, brother. And now he's seated on the right hand of God. Had to throw that in there. That's all I got, brother. That's all I got. Well, that's all we got for for now. It ain't all we wow. got. It's wow. It's not all we got. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yes, sir. Bro. Yes, sir. Look here. Yes, sir. The whole time you're talking, I'm I, I'm thinking uh, Hebrews eleven six. Right. Yep. He did, He's a he reward of them. Yeah. No one can please God without faith. Yeah. For he whoever comes to God must have faith that God exists and rewards those who seek seek Him. Yeah. And and when you there is no righteousness without God. Right. Apart from God. There's no righteousness apart from God. That's good. Good point. Yeah, he he he's gotta be in there. He got he got his approval has to be there. Yeah. And 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 what it takes to develop that that mind is allowing the mind of Christ to get in us or be in us. But that's the, that's how Jesus lived. Yeah. His whole life was a simple matter of pleasing the Father. Right. Okay, what it was he was doing, he's gonna please God. And 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 we we have we have been given his righteousness so that we can now live lives that are centered around us pleasing God. Yeah. And and I and and, and it's it's unique because it's unique because you can do something and God will approve you. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like that. I can try, I can try to do the same thing and he's and at God me. Say nope. Huh? Yep. And God say nope. Yeah, yeah. See, and, 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 and so and so that eliminates all the mediators and all the in betweens. Yeah. Everybody has to seek him. Yeah. Everybody has to acknowledge him. Mm. And and where the where the proverbs put it was all of our ways acknowledge yes, him to yeah. direct. So 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 when you start talking about uh who we exercise in faith in, boy, you talking about you talking about a one way you talking about a one way direction. Yeah. Hmm. Uh and, and I don't I, I don't know if we we I'm not sure we realize it or not, but when we go to him, we get out of everybody else's way. Yes, sir. We get out of their way because we we're attempting to please him. Yeah. We'll tell him we'll we'll tell him that he's the one he's the one to be pleased. Mm-hmm. He's the one that's satisfied. But we have to be busy about doing it ourselves, so we because we still are being held responsible. Are you pleasing me? Yeah. Are you living for me? 
Or are you living for yourself? Yeah, that correct, that, 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 that correct correctness. Yes. Correct, correctness gets more people in trouble than you can shake a stick at. Yes, sir. That's, that's where denominations come from. Right. Yep. That's exactly yeah, one right. other point. One other point for you. On the three days, the Bible says he was dead three days, right? Yes, sir. And men struggle with trying to figure out how I get three 24-hour periods out of that. Exactly. You can't, you can't get three 24-hour periods out of that. Because we can't. know he got up early Sunday morning. Right. So he wasn't in the grave Sunday night. Nope, he was not. So, so Sunday was not a complete day the way we try to measure. Yep. You see what I'm saying? But yep. but 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 he he got buried on Friday. Mm-hmm. He spent all day Saturday in the grave. And he spent part of Sunday in the grave. Because he got out of the grave early Sunday morning. Yep. That's a that's a general way of saying we this took three days. This took Parts of three days on your calendar. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta put a pin in three days. You got to. Yeah, you gotta put a pin in three days. It doesn't, it, it, and people get hung up on a twenty-four hour day. Part of a day counts. Yeah, it does. If somebody says you are two days journey from Jerusalem, well, it doesn't mean you start at midnight and go to midnight of the second day. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I know exactly but, what you're saying. But, but, but and, and see, and, 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 and people try to be correct. People oh, absolutely. Correct in counting those days, and what they need to be is righteous. Right. About those days. This is awesome, man. This absolutely. Is awesome. This is absolutely awesome. Yeah, brother. Yeah, and read, read me the NIV again. You said what? Read me the NIV again about the breast, breastplate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't have mine right here with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no problem. It's mine, sir. It's mine, sir. Mine, sir. With righteousness as your best faith. Okay. So stand ready with truth as a belt tucked around your waist. With righteousness as your best faith. And then so it says stand firm then with the belt right. of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place. In his place. Yeah, you the got, place of righteousness. You got the best place of righteousness down around your knees. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. <laughs> righteousness has to be in its place. <laughs> it's got to be in its place. Yes, but sir. All, but but it, it's how you guard your heart. That's it. Righteousness. You guard your heart with righteousness. Right. Otherwise, that's how you, you may guard, become defiled. That's, that's how you can control what comes out of your heart. Absolutely. What comes out. Uh, yeah. And what it's goes righteousness in. God. Yeah, righteousness is to God. Yep. Yep. You guard what goes out and goes in. To God in your heart, that garbage ain't coming out. 
Absolutely. But Good no, stuff. No. This is awesome, boy. This is awesome. Good stuff. This is awesome. Excellent, brother. Excellent. Yes, sir. Thank Excellent. you, Lord. Correct and right. Thank you. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, family, I hope the discussion has encouraged you. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has infused you with love and truth to live a life filled with God on purpose. And if it has, join us again for more godly discussions. Thank you.